Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Forever Quest. Hi. Welcome, Sean. Hi. Hey. Welcome, everybody. Hi, everybody. You know what I, I like about EverQuest? Mm, I, I like I it can... when you level up because you talk to somebody like Mayor Goth and he teaches you all these things that you had no mm-hmm. idea how to do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then you learn all these cool things. Like, I can't even do the cooldown thing yet because I haven't gotten my spyglass, but I know you've already been messing around with making your cooldown shorter. And then you, you've even messed around with some new spells. Like, uh, sometimes when you mess around with new spells, it's really like frustrating at first because things don't go well, but then you learn how to use them. And then in the long term, you're glad you experimented. Have you ever experimented with a new spell before? Yep, I have. And um, there's also a situation where you're not by someone else's recommendation, but you decide, hey, I'm going to experiment with my own ideas. And I would not recommend doing that. I would not recommend doing that. But the first recommendation that you gave about listening to those people who we would might consider experts, <clears throat> Mayor Goth, thank you again. Um, yeah, no, I've definitely been experimenting with it. Um, and there's some really fun and fun, crazy things you can do. And, you know, the, the general rule that, that you wanted uh, to talk about and that, that uh, I learned just from that conversation was that. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Hit it up. No, you go ahead. I'm just not sure what you think I'm trying to imply. Does that have anything to do with how we ended our last session? I don't think so. I don't no? think so. I don't think so. I feel like I, there was some spell experimentation happening near the end of our last session that resulted in, I think, a total of four <laughs> reses, if yeah, I'm that's, remembering correctly. It does happen like that. I, it's definitely taken place. <laughs> Yes, it does happen like that. We we have learned that f- fearing them can be very, very deadly, especially when you've given two what shark bill fins. What did we give to those lizards? Oh man. That well, lizard was ripping them up. So yeah, we, we went to Kedge and we'll get there in a second. Um, but we came back to Kazakhthal for and we'll explain why in a second. But while we were there, we had looted some of the stuff and I had already done the research on the and um there were swordfish bills swordfish bills yeah and they're, and they're not worth yeah you, they're not worth very much but they are decent dps and they just offense. look like spears oh man the so graphic gave, for them yeah i gave two of them to a lizard and we were just it was just ridiculous the damage it was. but the the thing is really that once you slow down the mob that you're fighting right and it's just one-on-one right. when you have a charmed pet versus a mob of the same level and you slow it down it's that's what it's we're just, learning yeah, you just can sit there. You don't have to really do anything. Right. And then take it a step further. Um, once you're really comfortable with it, and then you start to uh, aggressively, um, uh, what is it called? Haste your pet. Then, you know, it, it, the, the tables get turned so quickly um, that we, we were literally just sitting there watching our pet just churn through. Oh, man, it was sick. Yes, thank thank you again for Mayor Goth being on. I I definitely have changed the approach I'm taking to it as well. I'm focusing a lot more on just stunning and healing and uh, way less on uh, any DPS and just letting the pet do all that, and it's working out pretty good. Um, Yeah, we have a lot of stuff to go over today, Sean, because we got to let people know what we've been doing, that we have a new patron episode out. I don't think people even know that. Yep, there's a new patron episode out. We got to... 
welcome a bunch of people. There's a bunch of mail. There's just a bunch of stuff to go through. What do you want to do first, Sean? Well, I think we should hit hit, hit up housekeeping because we're going to spend a minute on it. And and we've been definitely missing just talking talking out to the people. So let, let's start there. Let's talk all about right. all this emails that we've been getting. And, right, and so, uh, so housekeeping ahead. is this is Forever Quest. He's Sean. I'm Jeff. We're on P99. Hi. What up? I'm a cleric. He's a chanter. We're up to level 42. Mm, 43 no Uh i don't think so i think we're 42 and we're about to hit 43 um we just turned 43 sean's shaking his head Uh, we got uh our invite to venerate so we weren't sure we're we were going to go with the whole guild thing we decided we had met a lot of really nice people from venerate and they raid but they're not too hardcore about making everybody raid all the time which is perfect for us so we got accepted so that's been cool and then yeah we got a bunch of new patrons uh gotta give a shout out to first and foremost sean so here we go um i want to go back to the the very beginning though first just a shout out everybody who's been following us from the beginning so you got neil has been with us for six months what's up neil awesome super appreciate it you got vic has been with us for five months vic thank you so awesome sean don't let me forget about vic once i go through this list Got vic, it? we're not gonna we're not gonna forget about you okay come come back and remind me okay you got doug who's been with us for two months what's up doug thank you so much and now this month we just got four new patrons what yes we got john john ben ben hey and i want to say james 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 because james came in hard with his donation thank james, you very much james ridiculous james thank you so much all of you this is why we do this we're going to continue to do this because of people like you um and we need to start off like you said by shouting it out and saying thank you so much so awesome really really feels good thank you so you get two things being a patron um and that's uh bonus episodes which are on purpleelfproductions.com and uh it's basically long form dungeon breakdowns we do we did an hour on permafrost literally going through all the names all the areas where the sea and viz mobs are i think i'm i'm fascinated with the sea and viz mobs i mention that every single time and uh then we also did um kazakh Thul, which we just released uh like a week ago yep yep well, yep and we finally did we did make it around to the back side of that yes we do know what every single spot in Kazakh Thul looks like now. If you if you are one of our patrons who have listened to the Kazakh Thul episode, you will know what we're talking about. That's right. We have, we have now been to that backside area. We that know. is actually where the infamous spell testing went down today, which we have not even mentioned what the spell test was, but it did result in four resins. Oh, my God. So moving on to other housekeeping. The other, Sean is pressing his fingers between his bridge of his nose like he has a headache and squinting his eyes <laughs> oh so maddening i was having so much fun and, and then just as soon as i knew it we both did too we both like yeah just run to the hallway and die now oh boy yeah so the other thing you get is brand new thank you vic uh vic actually sean comes to us from let's draft oh that's even sweeter yeah, so Vic comes to us from Let's Draft, which is another podcast we used to do about Magic the Gathering Limited, which we both enjoy quite a bit, except for Sean's having a problem with Cube right now. Makes yeah, us no, makes no, him hurt a little bit. No, I don't I don't have a problem. I just I won't play it. That's just, just simple. <laughs> 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 I 
for those of you out there who do play, and I know some of you do, I uh, we both play Commander, and I'm a huge cube head. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Vic came to us from Let's Draft, and he offered to run our Discord. So another part of uh, joining the patron is you get an invite to the Discord channel. Yep, and that's dope. We will be spending time there uh, sooner than later, but uh, haven't had a chance to since the holidays were here. Oh, yep, it'll happen. That, that is a brand new thing, and... Uh, yeah, so let's go. What else do we have? Oh, yeah, we have a whole bunch of mail. I suppose I, I got to do the mail now, huh, Sean? It's a ton of mail, a really cool mail. Yeah, just a lot of good lot of good stuff. You, you know, you always wonder what how you're going to affect people or not, and whether people are just going to laugh at you or whatever. But, <laughs> um, that, you know, when you get things like this, it's, it's, it's reassuring, and it's, it's effective because it means you're making a connection. So that's appreciated. All right, so here's a, a review on uh, iTunes. It says, uh, just got back into EQ myself after probably 19 years and have been enjoying my time on Ardune. Love following these two on their journey. Thank you, whoever wrote that. Here we go. Okay, remember you were wondering about AE spells in your mage, Sean? Mm -hmm. Here we go. Remember I mentioned Neil earlier. So the AE spell question is a valid one kind of similar to wizard damage shields that max out at five damage per hit. Like, why even do that? <laughs> anyway, in my experience, AE spells have been very limited use. In my hours playing a mage to 51 and a wizard to 55, the only time they were used is on low-level stuff like Mudites and Gorge of King Zorb or the Orc Camp in EC. I've started to play with the rain spells in the 51 plus game as they are very mana efficient if they are not resisted. However, they are frequently resisted, so it's a bit of a gamble. The rains do not hit your party members. I did not know that. Hmm. I did not know that, Sean. The rains do not hit your party members, but they will hit you if you are close. Yeah. That's interesting. They will try to hit pets. So if there are multiple pets engaged, you will see resist messages for the pets it tries to hit. If there are more than three pets, then it may try to hit all pets and not any enemies at all. The quad nukes also hit you if you are close enough. The point blank AE nukes do not have a limit, have a limit of do not do not and have a limit of 20 targets whoa a point blank ae can hit 20 targets no way yeah it doesn't i don't believe it hits you though i, I believe wow. it does not hit you the yeah that's blank. that's exactly what he's saying here i thought you yeah. could only hit like four with anything i didn't know with an ae point blank you could hit up to 20 that's crazy i'm but, still confused about when that is like it, the thing is it's extremely inefficient but the only time i see it being used is like if you were a kiting as a druid and right. i was off to the side and able to drop my rain on it that would be dope or if you're like just a high level character and you need to farm bat wings or something dumb and you just train sure. a whole bunch of things and then you hit one AE and kill every single one. Sure. Um, uh, limit of 20 targets. Those are fun to use to feel very powerful, killing lots of low greens for no XP. <laughs> that was yeah, Neil. That Thank you, Neil. Awesome, Neil. Yeah. Thanks for answering that. I appreciate it. All right. Um, Zach. Uh, What's up, guys? I played EverQuest from 2000 to 2004 as a teenager, had a 65 Monk and a 65 Ranger mm -hmm. on a Rod Kit Knife, stumbled upon your podcast and decided to give it a go again for whatever reason. I'm playing <laughs> on Green Server. If you are open, share your contact names and reach out. I'll reach out next time I'm online. I did share our contact names. So, Sean, are we doing... Oh, this is a lot of responsibility. We're getting people back into EQ here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I hope I've, you're probably married and have kids now like we do. And so I'm sorry. Totally sorry. But, you know, <clears throat> so, you know, use use Mez and Charm as much as possible and, yeah. you know, build your faction up, build your faction up with your kids and wife and it'll be OK. <laughs> All right. Last one here. I can't read the whole one here for reasons. OK, this is Chris. Hey, y'all. Back when the pandemic started, myself and a few friends who used to play EQ back in 2000 and a handful of other times at different times, including a stint on P99, started a D&D campaign. Hey, Sean, just so everybody knows, do you have any familiarity with this game called D&D? Oh, just a little bit. Just, I, just a wee bit, yeah. yeah just a you want to expound bit. on that at all? Um, sure. I started playing with Jared DM and Chris Benner when mm. I was, um, probably, <laughs> I don't know, man, in my junior high, junior high school. And I stopped for a brief time in between. Uh, and then I started playing again when I got to California, I've been playing for over 10 years here. Uh, yeah. So now that I've started playing along with the rest of us who kind of picked it up, what, like two three years ago when it boomed again but sean's been hitting it for longer than that now i start playing again and every time i talk to sean about it he kind of gets that i don't know i don't like it's kind of that kindergarten teacher talkiness where you know I'm... like they just ask you questions instead of telling you answers like well what color do you think it's gonna be johnny i think that's it's right gonna... you know that's right that's right that's right um started a DD campaign i dm'd for a while then someone else dm'd and we got uh we kind of just got bored because of how slow it is in any case we talked about playing uh, everquest tabletop that was created because we were also involved in the game like you guys and enjoy reminiscing and experience things in the norathian world after some research the server behind p99 is a thing called eq emulator that allows the p99 folks and others to run private servers that function very similarly but not identically to the eq live servers if you have ever noticed on the login server there are servers other than the p99 ones those are all private ones running the eq emulator so i spent some time digging in and customizing a private server and now run and created an entire dnd like story inside of eq custom quests custom spawns custom encounters uh um and more, but while uh, still killing old school mobs and gooks, Silasek, I, etc. Our group is going to begin the story in January once everyone is back from the holidays. The reason I'm bothering to tell you all of this is because I've listened to all of your episodes, and there have been a handful of times where you've had where you've had questions um, about spawns, loot, in some class, uh, if some classes take more experience to level, etc. If you have questions you'd like answered from that aspect, let me know. I can look in the database, see what the spawn percentage is, what the drop percentage is, what the placeholders are. For example, Agent Cyclops, et cetera. Also, if you ever just wanna go God and vulnerable and experience an encounter, we could set that up. I was thinking we could set up a special event for Sean's birthday. Oh, the email just ended right there. Got, oh, yep. Something happened to my internet, Sean. I hope we're That's... still recording. Okay. Well, sorry to hear that. That something happened. That's terrible. <laughs> um, first of all, setting it up like a D&D world sounds just out of this world. Amazing. I think that sounds fantastic. Um, and if, that, if that's possible. I think this all sounds amazing. And speaking of D&D &D, for Christmas, the one thing I got, which I think I liked the most, is somebody bought me on eBay, the old Hill Giant, Gary mm -hmm. Gygax, uh, oh. level 8 to 12. There we go, Gygax. 
it's like attack of the giants or something like that the covers so i oh, i just love those covers be prepared be prepared to search every little nook and cranny for traps secret doors do yeah. not um do not let that party walk into that room that first room when the, when the dragons are meeting with the giants that's just death just all make right. them you just make them fight each other like bilbo he would have just made them fight each other all right so you have to tell everybody how kedge went and why we're not there anymore but real yeah. quick i just want to let everybody know that if you do enjoy just sean and i bantering we have a second podcast called ltf which yeah. is just us talking for one hour every week it comes out on mondays we did skip uh one for the holidays yeah. and we've done three so far and i like it i like it i like yeah, it's, it it's good it's 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 good if you want to just hear us talking um and so <laughs> uh there's uh there, there's kedge right so we, we decided we were going to go and we didn't know how it was going to be but we got there and we had all prepared got all of our stuff that we needed our fish scales and this and that's and we made sure we bound in the right place and you know you don't want to bind underwater for instance that might not be a good idea um, but we didn't do any of those things. We found all the places to do the right things. And then we go in and <clears throat> by the way, going of... in was pretty, I like the entrance to Kedge. It's just cool looking. Isn't yeah. It? It's that's amazing. It's that's awesome. And at first it's a little bit daunting. Um, we had a uh, so on for, from our, from our port. And so we were able to swim backwards, which was also, um, you know, one of the things we've been warned about was that you're not gonna be able to do that. So at first we were kind of cocky going, oh, we're special. Like we're, we're able to swim backwards. You know, maybe they didn't know that. <laughs> maybe, maybe they didn't know if you, if you push <laughs> both buttons at the same time that, that you can strafe and yeah, whatever. <laughs> they, they know you just can't swim backwards well, without so. So you can swim backwards with so though. So that's, that is kind of an important thing. Anyway, we go in, we start to do it. We try to pull a few times and the, and the, the thing you're going to understand or not understand but eventually you will if you go is that the layers you know of water are important and so we had to really learn that the three different layers and how they operate and when things will aggro or not depending. just in the first room we're not even talking yeah. about the different layers of the dungeon mm -hmm. you go into the first room it's one huge room with three layers of fish swimming around right and normally if we pull two or three it's nothing we're with the two of us couple spells we've got it all under control we're fighting and nothing's a problem and here three things will kill you really fast they hit hard really fast yeah up to 150 damage per hit so you know on certain mobs other ones are you know 70 something 74 i think but regardless it's they hit really hard and they hit really fast and so you really we, we found pretty out pretty quickly that we didn't want to have more than two come at any one time if we did it was going to be difficult to deal with um and so we we finally figured out how to just pull the two and we would get it going and then every time something small would happen like we got an extra aggro one time and then another time on that we did just fine then the second pull went really awry um i think there was one time where we were successful in clearing the room you know we probably only died twice i think you died twice by this time by the time we kind of figured out maybe pulled the room one full time. And then we, well, I think we went to sleep, right? And we came back the next day and tried again. Is that right? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I don't, did it, did it all happen? I in don't this think that, I don't think that first day we cl cleared the com room completely. No. Okay. I so then the, it was, I think the first day we ended only like half clearing the room and not even sure if we were 
I think you were wondering if I was going to quit because I knew you really wanted to do it. And I was the one who kept dying. I'm like, I bet he thinks I'm going to quit. But I was like, no, let's, you know, we're going to figure it out. So no, I don't think we did very well the first day. Okay. So we go to bed. We maybe only having killed one or two mobs. You had died a few times. We get up the next day. We try it again. And that's kind of where we had gotten to. We got to clear the room once. And I had died a couple of times. You died a couple of times. Um, But we figured out, okay, this is how you do it. We figured out how to do it. We figured out how to pull all those things. But then we looked at the experience that we were getting and and it really wasn't that great. It was kind of shockingly not good. Yes, I agree. And I feel like we almost like something was wrong. Like maybe it was an XP Zem modifier day because the site says it's supposed to be the best and they were blue. They were all blue fish. Yeah. And I was like, man, if we were on Arc on top right now, we'd be going twice as fast. Right. If not more. Right. Even when we were by ourselves thereafter in Kazakhstan, killing at a slower rate, we were getting twice the XP. So I don't know. It was weird. I, I still can't figure that part of it out. I think um, one thing I'm learning is like Mayor Goth was talking about how the nice thing about us having a cleric chanter is you don't really want anybody else in the group. I don't think that's true for XP necessarily. I think he's at a stage of the game where he's usually farming stuff for loot. Right. And I think that's the idea that if we really want a piece of loot, us two go and do it because then we don't have to roll against anybody. But I'm, I do feel like being in a group is generally still fairly good XP if we're in a good place. So I, I'm not off that train, you know? Yeah, today we were by ourselves and I would say that it was pretty close to what it would be like on Archtop. You know, in pretty this, close, in the amount, yeah. And the amount of time that we spent doing it. And if we wouldn't have messed around and just been, <laughs> if we would have just went normally we would probably would have done better so yeah well, i think that. everybody wants to know what happened here well see what we did is we were going around aof that's uh <laughs> it well you have to you know if you listen to the bonus episode you'll learn what aof is that's right but so there's this courtyard and we were going around it and sean's like all right it looks like every time we go around the courtyard that's a bub of experience and so we we're like okay this morning we're going to do three bubs and then tonight before we go to bed we'll do two more and boom level up all right so it's going really smooth and this whole time, we're just taking what we learned from our last talk with Mayor Goth. And uh, by the way, I know I keep saying his name. It's M-A-E-R-G-O-T-H, if you check him on Twitch. Um, and it's going really good. And as as we're experimenting more and getting into our new groove of play, Sean's like, I'm going to try out this other spell he mentioned. And all of a sudden, next thing I know, when mobs are down to like 20%, he'd fear them. And all of a sudden, his uh, zealot would just start backstabbing him, and they'd just die so quick. And he's like, oh, my gosh. Now, he's almost getting a little cocky at this point where he's like, Jeff, you can just go to sleep, man. I'm just I don't (laughs) I don't really need anybody anymore, man. I'm just ripping it up. He's like, this is too powerful. This is just too powerful. All the things I could do. And then we're ripping around it so fast that all of a sudden he fears one when it's only like 50% down and it starts booking. And I'm like, oh crap, it's going to go aggro all the other stuff. But no, I was wrong because we did the whole loop in 22 minutes and nothing had respawned yet. So here I am like, Sean, you're going to get us killed and boom, it doesn't run into anything. Um, But then it did. Um, There was a couple that we were already trying to fight and then it aggroed the like six little dinkers from the room down there because it just kept going all the way towards the entrance. And the whole time Sean's like, oh, that that was that was dumb because like a minute earlier, Sean's like, I'm so powerful. This is amazing. Oh, you could tell, man, like if if it was a movie or like if it was a a sitcom or something, you would be that person on the couch going, oh, this guy's about to die. 
This guy is about to die. He's a, he's yep. Here it comes. Uh, it was good though. It was a good time. I mean, EverQuest wouldn't be fun if you never died, right? Yeah, I know you're right. I- I'd probably do it again too. Just you know. <laughs> and then the corpse run wasn't the easiest thing in the world either because we were mm-hmm. bound at Archon Top and we had to like fight multiple things, sets of creatures to get back. Well, now that I know that they path that direction, we'll just make sure that we clear the opposite direction. We'll go the other way next time. Right. So- we'll just fear every single one at 50% from now on and everything's going to be hunky door. No, no, 75%. <laughs> okay, everybody. This has been Forever Quest. We're back in Kazakh Thull. We really want to hit 45 because then we'll probably be able to start talking about raiding, right, Sean? We do, we do. But I also wanted to remind everybody that one one of the things that the cleric needed to work on was stunning the stunning mm-hmm. the thing. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, Yeah, but pretty much I've been killing that part of it earlier in the episode. <laughs> I noticed you, you guys heard that, right? He was like, No, nah, pretty much I've been taking care of that whole thing. Like the stunning thing, I got it down. It's pretty much that I don't even have to be asked for. And then he's like, yeah, there goes the mob and it's running and it's running. And then I wasn't really that worried. And then I thought the whole thing was going to be there. And then I just let it keep going. And then there it goes around the corner and I just let it keep going. I need to, uh, I need to have a root loaded. I think. Oh my God. Especially if you're going to start fearing stuff. I think that's going to be my anti fear spell. Like, Nope, it's staying here. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he's just as now realizing that he needs to have root. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no we, sometimes we do sometimes we don't oh yeah that's right sometimes we do sometimes we don't um but yes this we really do appreciate every, everybody listening in we, we do want to know i i think we'll probably be at kazakh thol till we're 45 man i think that's where we're at now and then i we've got to figure something out past that i think that's what that's what it feels like well we know we get to raid if, if if nothing but being a tagger along in fear and just being like, what's going on, man? What am I supposed to do? But that will be fun, if nothing else. Yeah, no, for me, it's just going to be, can I have another haste, please? Hey, can I get another clarity, please? Hey, can I get an augmentation, please? No, it's fine. That's what we do. I'm happy to do it, to be honest. That's right. You turn into a buffer class. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again soon. See you soon. Sean. Bye. Bye.